It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Scharf. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. <laughs> oh, please. Thank you. <laughs> no, seriously, sit down. That's okay, really. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How we doing? Good afternoon. It's Trevor and Robbie. We are done being single. The question is, are you? Yes, that is the question. So, what is this week's topic, honey? Uh, politics and dating, and wow. the politics of dating. So, we announced this uh, last week, after last week's show, and uh, people were talking to us all week saying, what, a show on politics? Don't you, isn't this a show about dating? What does politics have to do with dating? Well, let me tell you. Whether we realize it or not, politics are a big part of our lives. From the boardroom to the bedroom, we live in a culture where not having an opinion of what's happening in our country isn't an option anymore. We can't not be involved any longer. Sure, we can try and shut out the deluge of stuff coming at us daily, but does that really work? Personally, I can't shut it out. I wish you could. I know. I go to sleep shaking my head at the stuff I hear today. And wake up wondering what was tweeted this morning. It's, it's like Donald Trump sleeps with us. He's, I think he's in bed with us sometimes. Uh, don't say that. But it's, it's be true. No room you, we have a you're consent. obsessed. No. I think you are. You're oh, a gee. little consumed. Really? Yeah. All right. So my point here is that uh, whether you love Trump or hate Trump, you may not want to admit it, but we've all become addicted to this 2018 version of P.T. Barnum. And uh, I, I don't like knowing that you think I'm that okay. Well, well, it's a little much sometimes. I have to tell you, I have to tell you to shut the door because I can't. I don't want to listen to it anymore. Yes, that does happen. So it's a boner killer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that is well, not okay. Ends. So I, I, yes, you have to tell me. Okay, even though our president secretly probably wants to be Rona Barrett. Hosting a gossip show, which... Oh, way to show your age there. Yeah, Good sorry. one. Or maybe, you know, my feeling is that he really just wants to be like Shecky Green and perform two shows nightly at his showroom in Vegas. That's not happening so fast. So we are where we are, and we need to deal with the reality presented us. More like the kibitz room at Cantor's. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Which brings us back to dating. Yeah. If politics are not important to you, then hopefully you find someone who also feels that way. But if they are, does your partner need to be on the same page as you? Or are you okay with them having different beliefs? Are your partner's politics a deal breaker? Or can you live with that part of your lives being so different? Can you see yourself dating someone from across the aisle? Does it work? Are Mary Matlin and James Carville the most public example of this? My heroes. We often wonder how they get along at home. Can you imagine? <laughs> Just, you know, when they're not talking politics, I guess they're fine. Uh, if you're a single dem dating or a pub, how do you coexist without beating each other up? Well, later on, we're going to bring in a group of uh, single Republicans 
and single Democrats to discuss these and other dating issues. Hopefully it won't break out into a Wally George, Jerry Springer chair throwing incident. (laughs) I kind of hope it does then. Maybe it will. Okay. Can I just say something? Yes. I love this topic. I love this topic so much. I even wrote an entire blog piece about it um, six months ago called is shameless plug for my blog here, people, uh, the late blooming um, The blog piece was called is Donald Trump effing with your love life. And I'm fascinated with this because I don't know what it's like to be single in this in in the time of Trump. I just can't even imagine. Um, And I was doing research for my article. And here are some interesting dating stats, according to It's Just Lunch, the matchmaking service. Uh, Get this. 50% of both single men and women think that dating someone with opposite political views was fine for the short term, but not for the long haul. 33% have experienced a ruined date because of a date's political opinions. According to Match.com, 60% of singles say they are less open to dating across party lines than they were two years ago. 91% of liberals judge potential dates negatively if they voted for Trump, while 57% of conservatives said they don't care, which leads me to believe that maybe Republicans are hornier or they don't give a shit. I don't I don't know. Uh, but liberals definitely care. And then this is my favorite stat. 66% say uh, being politically aligned is more important than good sex. What do you think of that? I uh, that's um, I I on. that's I, I get that I get that. If if uh, I will say mm-hmm. that po- politics, we got married before any of this shit hit the fan. So, but back then when we were dating, and if you remember, in my wedding vows, okay, this is how into politics I am. Remember, I referenced Chris Matthews mm-hmm. in my vows. Yeah. I said that. When I found out that you watched Chris Matthews every day, I knew I loved you. Oh. And I mean, amongst other things, but that was, it's important to me. Well, thank you, Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews, if you're listening, you seal the deal. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so it is, um, it's important to me. And I know it's important to a lot of people. And, and as uh, Robbie said, that we've found a bunch of really passionate people to talk about their dating lives and how politics has affected them um would you want to bring them on shall i introduce okay um so i gotta ask you though first robbie uh if you were single okay if you were single would you bring politics up on a first date okay this is a incredible question because uh it is i think very important uh and it really depends on the chemistry that you are feeling with this new person that you are sitting across from. If it is developing and you're liking it and you've got eye contact and there's a you know nice banter between you, non-political banter, you have to make an internal choice by bringing up politics. Am I looking to kill this chemistry or will it continue and soar because we are both on the same page? So you're going to take a calculated risk if you do bring up politics 
either at that very beginning moment or into the date. Whenever that is, that is a risk that you are going to have to think about uh, what the uh, ramifications are. They may say, oh, you're kidding. No, I can't. You dated for, you, 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 you voted for who? And that may be a, a date killer. It may be a relationship killer right there. So incredible question. You have to play it out. Everything is going to be different. How much do you like this person? Do you want to see this person again? Yeah, but you're, you're so, you are so identified with your politics. I don't know how you could put that aside and make an exception or it's just so much of who you are. It's, it's so much of who I am and a lot of our listeners. Um, I, I, I remember I went on a, a blind, a double blind date. This was uh, probably nine, not this was nine years ago, nine to 10 years ago. Um, and I fixed up a friend of mine named Tom and he fixed me up with a friend of his named Bobby. And I fixed up Tom with this, friend of mine and uh, who turned into a complete wacky chick because at the table, we all were at this restaurant and uh, she didn't know any of our politics and doesn't um, didn't had no idea how hardcore we kind of are. Or I don't want to say hardcore, I'm going to say passionate, passionate. And somehow Fox, the topic of Fox News came up and we had ordered our drinks and drinks came. We were about, I don't know, two or three sips in. The t- Fox News comes up and, and that she loves Bill O'Reilly. And this is a woman that I was trying to fix my friend up with. And I rolled my eyes at him. He rolled his eyes at me. And I went under my breath, uh-oh. And she heard us. And she, oh, my God, got up from the table in a huff, uh, literally slammed down her drink, didn't finish it, turned on her heels and and left. She just left, left the date. And that was 10 years ago before any of this bullshit. So yeah, people are really passionate about it. They're really, um, they, they can't dis- disso- disassociate themselves from their politics. And I think that's great. I think that's a great thing. It's who you are. And it's actually okay if you can't disassociate yourself. It's, I think it, where it goes south is if you can't have an intelligent conversation with someone with different beliefs than you. That's when, uh, that's where we are, unfortunately, uh, it seems like in Washington. Uh, and uh, that can trickle right down to two people trying to have a date. Yes, and and I would say that those 66% of people that believe that uh, being politically aligned is more important than good sex, I I am them. I you know I think that uh, being on the same page with someone is sexy. Uh, it's it's makes things hot. It makes things connected. And is it better than getting a good BJ? I okay. I'll put it up there with it. In the you know it's up there. Um, so that's where we're going today, everybody, and that is our topic. Everybody listening, feel free to join in the conversation. Yes. Give us a call. We are taking calls, 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. And uh, come on into the conversation. Tell us how you feel. Tell us what it's like out there being single Uh, The good, bad, and the ugly. We are going to go to a break in a second, and we're going to come out of it with uh, our new, with our friends uh, that uh, Trevor will tell you about. We will be back 
in a couple minutes. Now, back to Dunn being single with dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. All right, we are back, and you are joining Robbie and Trevor. Uh, we are dating interventionists and political junkies all the time, not just today. And we have brought together four really super smart, uh, very passionate politically activated, active people who are willing to uh, get publicly flogged. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, thank you guys. Um, John Mirish, I'm introducing John Mirish, who is the former mayor of Beverly Hills, who calls himself a very socially liberal Republican. Wow. I like to say, which I like to say, Republican light. That is a rare find. Today, I know. He you know? is really uh, rare. Oh, and, and I should mention everyone's single, okay, So for we this have, conversation. Oh, so just, okay. okay. Uh, Richard Green is joining us. He is a former attorney, political radio show host, communication strategist, public speaking coach, TED Talk speaker, and a very progressive liberal. Welcome. Welcome, Richard. Are you with Thank us? Thank you. Richard? Okay. I'm here. Uh, Thank you, Trevor. Okay. Uh, Tanya Bradkin is joining us. She is a diehard Dem single mom, psychotherapist, and social worker. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Trevor and Robbie. All hey. right. And uh, last but not least is Sharon Appleman. She is a New York City-based copywriter, single mom, and secret Trump voter. <laughs> secret. <laughs> Yes. Yep. <laughs> no, Hello. That secret is that, that secret is out. I got. Well, yes. Okay. I should say secret Republican. But oh. you did vote for Trump, right? So own it, baby. Just own it. Yes. Yeah. Sharon. Okay. All, all right. right. So we got. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thank Welcome you all to for being, being part single. of it. Welcome to being single. So uh, you want to continue? Let's ask this question that we just asked okay. and pose it to the group. Good. Uh, let's say you've met someone, whether it's in a bar or online, and uh, you are meeting for the first time. Uh, when uh, is the right time to bring up politics? This is and, Tanya. Uh, I'm happy to answer that. <laughs> go ahead, Tanya. I wouldn't even go on a date unless I found out what, who they voted for. It's really become a situation where you're literally weighing, are you more concerned whether the person has an STD or they voted for Donald Trump? <laughs> and that's really yeah. going to determine whether I'm going to go on the date and just along the whole topic of political alignment. You know, being politically aligned today, that's the new foreplay. You know, so you want to hash that out before you even go on the date. Uh, excellent point. Yes. Agree, yeah. Richard, uh, what do you think about that, Richard? Yeah, I, I love it. A sexually transmitted Donald, right? Um, <laughs> uh, Which I, is worse? <laughs> I, 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 I totally agree. And, I, you know, I see a lot of people on online dating sites saying, swipe left if you voted for Trump. Um, I've never seen anyone say, swipe right if you voted for, voted for Trump. So I think people are hiding that. Because a lot of people did, but it's impossible to really consider having anything more than a one night of whatever. But even then, it's like, how could you respect someone who voted for someone who is a racist, who is a fascist, who hates the environment, who hates black people, who hates Mexicans? Okay, I mean, so on Richard, and on and on. That, <laughs> all right, Richard, hold on. I just want to, I want to temper this somewhat by let's try to keep it as as non-judgmental as possible. I know it's really tough, but uh, 
we have our strong views, and that's okay. But we want to respect uh, the other side, and uh, so no, let's, no, let's... no, Robbie, Robbie, I don't honestly tell me if I'm wrong. I don't, I don't believe that's judgmental. It's I have a set of values. Those values don't include the statements that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Why would I ever want to cozy up to someone who is antithetical to those values? That I understand, and that's what I have to say. It's, it's beliefs versus actual facts. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Sharon? 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 Sharon's uh, getting mad. I'm in here. <laughs> you I don't know how all of a sudden I'm just a bad person just because I actually voted against Hillary Clinton, but I like what Trump's doing, and I don't think it makes me a bad person. I don't think it makes me stupid. And anyone who judges me on that, it's hard enough to find someone who you're compatible with. If you're going to put that in the mix, you're going to be single forever. Uh, at least in, Hardly. you're not going to date yeah, someone that all. doesn't feel if that anything, way. It's you know, attracting the kind of person I want. I want the, the kind of energy I want around me. Okay, John. Okay, I guess. Everyone, everyone I have dated feels exactly as I do about this current man in the White House. Exactly. Okay. Uh, John, John Mears, are you there? I'm here. Okay, what do you think of all this? Well, I, I, I think I probably have more problems uh, dating someone who was a San Francisco Giant fan than someone who <laughs> voted however they voted. <laughs> right. Uh, we have to agree with you there. Um, yes, um, go Dodgers. So, uh, so, but, so even though you call yourself a Republican, it, it's you're you're not so dyed in the wool or hardened, or you're open. And and if you happen to meet someone at a party who voted for Trump or was a Trumpster, you, you wouldn't mind. You wouldn't. It wouldn't. Well, I, I'm pretty disaffected about politics in general. I, I think that that our system is broken. I think the the root of the problem, if you want to go there, is is the role that money plays in politics, and it's. It's, it's uh, you know, it's the little guy, the little gal, the little people kind of get screwed no matter what. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cynical when it comes to that. So uh, it, to me, it's more important to, uh, to spend my time with people who are able to think for themselves. Okay. So what if you, what if you met someone who didn't share your, your values like that? Would you still be as attracted? Well, what, if, uh, what if you met this hot chick? Who just was everything, and and she found out that you weren't aligned politically. Would it be a deal? deal so you hit the nail on the head. Boner, more boner killer than about earlier. politics, and and I think you have to be able to open, be open to have discussions. But if I met someone who, for example, hated Jews, I'd have a problem with that. I'm, I'm guessing they'd have a problem with me too. So. I really think it's more of a question about values. Is it somebody who values family? Is it somebody who values, you know, that sort of kindness? And and to me, that's kind of more of an issue. I mean, I I, I get it. It's fascinating to sort of watch everything that's happening on a national level. I'm obviously someone who's involved with local government, so I'm actually more concerned about some of the decisions that Sacramento is making that impacts our life here on a day-by-day basis that I think are um, outrageous. So, again, for me, it's just a question of being able to have a, have a conversation. I don't necessarily need to agree with somebody, but as said, I, I think it would be very difficult uh, forging a life together with someone who, uh, who was a Giants fan. 
<laughs> well, I disagree with that only because how a person spends their money, which is a direct reflection of our U.S. budget, reflects what they value. So you can never separate values from politics. It's innate. It's a part of, you know, how our political system runs. And so um, I think that when you're supporting a person like Donald Trump, and you see where his agenda is going, it is a direct ref- reflection of values. So, Sharon, Sharon really I have a question for, me to for you. Separate. Sharon, you're there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay. So, my, are you, uh, you don't have to tell us, but are you online dating currently? No, I, I tried it. It's not that good. And, and okay, so I was, because I was going to ask you when you are, when you do meet people online, does the subject come up? And do they automatically make a judgment and say, thank you, but no thank you, or swipe left, please, or, have, have you encountered any of that, or even just people you meet in real life? Yeah, I had a date a few years ago. This was um, pre-Trump, and we were talking, and he starts talking about, you know, he's for the Democrats, and he um, volunteers and everything, and then I kind of just made a face. And he goes, what, you're not a Democrat? And I said, well, really, I'm an independent. And he's like, so at the end of the date, I thought it was really going well. At the end of the date, he says, I can't see you again. You're not a Democrat. And I said, are you serious? And then I said, well, why don't I just sleep with you then? And he didn't, he didn't even do that. So mm-hmm. didn't go over well, well. And uh, Richard, how about you? What happens when you're out there in the single world and you meet a hot chick who happens to have voted for Trump? What would, <laughs> what, what, what would happen? And I mean, you why, really why dig her. Sorry? I, I, I have Good. to say, if the former mayor of Beverly Hills really wants money out of politics, then he's a Democrat. Because only Democrats in Congress are in favor of that. Just FYI. In terms of finding out when someone voted for Trump, I've had that experience several times. And my first reaction is intense curiosity. It's like, it's like going to a foreign country. It's like, oh, my God, I've never met someone like that. Tell me why. And then if they have really solid reasons, like, you know what, I hate Trump. I'm disgusted by his personal views, et cetera, et cetera but I really, really, really think we need to have lower taxes, then we can continue the conversation because at least that's an intelligent person who shares mm-hmm. my values, mm-hmm. except for taxes. <laughs> so uh, uh, we, we are having to go to a, a break in a minute, but uh, I wanted to uh, present another type question. I mean, are, does it come down to uh, single issues for people? Uh, I think that, uh, you know, my feeling is that Trump really was able to galvanize the uh, GOP by and get, by getting the evangelicals on board because he said he was going to be uh, pro-life. And I think that really created uh, the divide, which uh, uh, helped uh, bring him over the top uh, that way. Uh, are we that different that um, we can't uh, get along with the exception of these single issues? Is that... M- a, a big difference. So think about that for a yeah. second. And, and we're going to, we're going to go in denial about climate change. That's going to be a problem. Climate change, uh, death penalty we can talk about. And so we're going to take a quick break and be back in a couple minutes. Thanks. And now back to done being single with dating badasses, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. 
Okay, so we're back with uh, our topic today and our panelists, which is uh, is politics, our politics screwing with your love life. And we've got John Mirish, former mayor of Beverly Hills, Richard Green, progressive liberal and multi-hyphenate public speaking coach, TED Talk speaker, blah, 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 blah. Tanya Bradkin, diehard Dem, psychotherapist and social worker, Sharon Appleman, our secret Republican on the panel, not so secret anymore, proud Republican. Uh, hats off to you, Sharon. You have a lot of balls coming on this show. You do. And I would Thank like you. to say to the to the listeners out there, she's really smart, and I worked with her. We we both are we were copywriters back in in New York, and um, she is single and ready to mingle. And uh, just keep that in mind. Don't hold it against her that she voted for. She or did you vote for Trump or did you vote against Hillary? I actually voted more against Hillary. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, the that's the wrong answer. But that's, that's, that's the right answer. No, I'm kidding. All right. That's a good answer. Uh, so uh, let's continue with what uh, just the question posed uh, right before the break, and that was about um, single issues. Does it come down to that uh, when it's all said and done? And I think, Richard, you may have uh, some input there. Yeah, well, single issues is what the NRA has done for 30 or 40 years, which is why there are a lot of Republicans in Congress, because most there were 102 million people, eligible American citizens that didn't vote. And by focusing on single issues, you get connected to your passion. So I created a whole educational civics platform around that called 279forchange.us. And this election, for example, is probably going to be decided on the single issue of do you want to ban assault weapons or not? That's a good thing. That gets people engaged. It makes mm-hmm. politics less abstract. So, yeah, bring it on. Single issues are fun. Okay. Uh, Tanya, any thoughts? I absolutely agree. Um, I mean, yeah, there's been entire you know groups built on single issues, so I would, I would definitely like to see that um, at least highlighted. Okay. John? Well, you know, if you're talking about trying to pass laws or get people elected, that's one thing. But I guess the subject of the show is how it impacts you when you're interacting with other people or dating. And people are not single issue. People are dynamic by nature. And so, um, to me, there, there's one thing when it comes to strategy, and it does go back to kind of the issue of money and politics. And, and, I, and I will disagree. I, I think there are a lot of Democrats who are, you know, huge fundraisers and take advantage of it and play the game. And um, I think you have people on both sides who see that as a major issue, uh, especially ideologically. But when it comes to actual dating, uh, no, people are dynamic. I, I don't think it should be single issue um, when it comes to, to meeting somebody. And uh, I, Sharon, oh, sorry. I was just going to ask you guys, uh, since I'm, I'm married, but I have found it to be difficult even just in the friend world. Politics has ruined a lot of my Facebook friendships. Uh, it's I have lost a few good, and I'm talking like lifelong friends because mm-hmm. their politics turned me off so much that I just, I couldn't bear it. It just broke my heart. I, I couldn't, it, it hurt too much. And I should also say that these these people uh, unfriended me. 
they all either, they unfriended me. And I thought, well, you know, hey, man, you can't, you know, if you're going to be out there and posting shit and taking a stand, you, you got, you're going to invite it and you better be ready to deal with it. And so, you know me, or maybe you don't know me, I'm pretty outspoken. And I speak my, <laughs> I say it on Facebook. I'll say it right now. Say it in real, in real life. Uh, I, I'm very, I feel very strongly about it. And these people that unfriended me, I guess, couldn't, couldn't deal with it. So I'm, I, even though I'm married, I'm finding it difficult out there in mm-hmm. just in the platonic world. So I can only imagine what it feels like to be single right now. I don't, I just either, either it helps or it hurts. Well, either, either it's helping you. I think it helps. Cut, it, it helps you cut through the clutter. It helps you weed through the riffraff faster. Or it's cramping your style. That's why there are some uh, new sites that are cropping up, like TrumpDating.com or Trump Daters. I think there's a site just for Trumpsters that want to meet fellow Trumpsters, which makes perfect sense. And that kind of cuts through that clutter immediately for them. Uh, Not really. If you're socially liberal, but you're fiscally conservative, it doesn't cause the clutter. So people like me who are more independent, I don't know where I fit in. I don't fit in. Well, that would not be a site for you then, obviously. No, definitely not. Uh, uh, I have a question. When you do meet someone, uh, either online or when you're out, when you're out, do you do you think that you can convert them? Do you think when you're in in the heat of it and you're getting to know them, is there a part of you that says, "I'm going to try to I'm going to try to convert this person. I'm going to deprogram them. <laughs> I'm going to bring them to my side. I'm going to bring them to the light." Absolutely. Do you go, do you go there? To some extent. Because I use facts, you know, I actually have real resources, you know, like the Centers for Disease Control um, and all kinds of entities that have created credible um, information. And sometimes people, you know, just haven't taken the time to really learn about that. They were basing their vote on emotions, you know, and I think that there is this opportunity to um, share data, you know, and, um, and, I have converted some people, so tell us. Um, that sounds feel like uh, I'm fascinating. Doing my work, huh? My uh, ex-husband was a Republican, um, and I actually, you know, come from a family that has supported Republicans, and I'm, you know, of course, considered the black sheep. Uh, but I have, you know, my parents voted for Hillary, um, and uh, yeah, I think if if you share information. Um, there is some promise to that as well if you just stop going with, you know, just your emotions. Um, and I think that's a lot of what the Republican platform is played on, you know? Okay, so Republicans are totally wrong about everything and you're totally right about everything. That's what that's you're saying, you know? That's not all that I said. And I opinion said that I is think subjective. That you're not opinion. Hold on, hold on, one at a time, one at a time. Okay, if you're, if opinion is not fact. It's a subjective, it's your opinion. doesn't mean you're right because it's your opinion. I mean, the way I go about it, because Trevor and I were totally respectful. I'm using facts. You're using facts. Okay, so Republicans are totally stupid and wrong, and everyone who voted Democrat is brilliant. Okay, great. Show can I know? No, I'm just saying I choose to not go on the the side of ignorance and ignore facts. I actually just use the data that's at hand. Well, do you want to know the facts about Hillary with the Nazi and everything else? Or you just going to say that didn't happen? You would easily be able to see how other countries have surpassed us and how we're behind because of these different philosophies that are weaved within our Congress. You know, if you guys were gay, you would be, you'd be the gay, the lesbian, Mary Madeline, James Carville. Have you ever thought about maybe... Why, why are you even bringing sexuality no. into this? Yes. 
Yes. Because it's a dating show and, you know, we'd like to go there. We, want it, we, want, we have to bring it back on track there. Uh, but, yeah, okay. I like well, I am, I, okay. I, am, I am not gay, but I want, and I don't want to date you, John, but I want to convert you. Um, <laughs> what, you said, what you said about campaign finance is completely not accurate. There are two bills in Congress. And almost every Democrat that will transform public, you know, campaign finance, almost every Democrat is supporting those bills and only one Republican out of the entire Congress. So you and I should have a conversation. You're talking specifically about bills here, but I can tell you, I don't know if you're in California or not, the way the system here works where it basically is a one-party state. I mean, you know, Jess Unruh was the one who said that, that money is the mother's milk of politics. It's, it's unfortunately something that's endemic to both sides. I, I do feel that I have a lot well, more in common with uh, well, certain Democrats Bernie supporters on, on a lot of issues. And, uh, you know, that's why for me it should be issue-based. I, I don't really allow people in Sacramento or in D.C. To, to define who I am and what brand of Republican I am. That's something that I reserve for myself, the right of self-definition. Okay, we'll, okay. we'll talk offline, but uh, okay. only Democrats want what you want. I swear to you, if you look at the legislative behavior. Anyway, I think single issues are really important. You can't, for example, if you feel really, really, really strongly about DACA and immigration, um, that's who you are. That defines your values. And why would you just skip to the second issue? Because you've already identified a fundamental disconnect between you and the person that you might want to spend the rest of your life with. Well, if that is the most important issue in your life, then that is uh, the deal breaker for you if the other person does not agree. Uh, it could be uh, pro-gun. It could be sure. pro-death penalty. It could be uh, pro-life. Uh, any of these single issues can be deal breakers with us, I think. Uh, and you could find somebody that may agree with you on one or two of those and not agree with you on other two. So uh, this is what this topic is all about. How, how can we navigate uh, with these people. So, um, what, getting back to uh, dating sites and profiles, are politics something that you would put up on a site so that people would see that? So, before they even contact you or you contact them, you guys know where each other stands. Is that something that you are encountering? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, I put that in my profile, specifically no Trumpkins. And what's been really interesting about that for me is that despite putting that on there, I still encounter Trumpkins because, you know, I think that it seems to feed into the idea that, you know, the belief of, of women just being more or, ornamental, you know, and then they go back and read my profile where it very clearly says, you know, that I, I have no interest at all in in. in going on any type of date or converse, or even engaging in a conversation at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I think most men, I would imagine, don't really care about someone's politics. They're very visual, unless you're Richard Green. And I don't. I, I know there are a lot of Richard Greens, and, and I, my, I, we have a good friend, Tom, who is also, would have a hard time dating uh, a non-Democrat. So I, uh, I mean, right? Yes. Okay, so, uh, and I, by, by the way, I've dated Republicans before, but this was, you know, this was a different kind of a Republican. They don't make Republicans this these days like they used yeah. to. I, I, I don't, I, I, feel like I don't Donald care. Donald Trump changed the Republican Party. 
Yes, yes. Yes, I agree with that. Has there been a change to the entire government? Let's forget the Republican Democrat. The whole country is screwed. It's not just the Republicans. It's everyone. No one's on the same page about anything. Nothing. It's horrible. I hate this. Uh, I think we're all going to be on the same page on November 6th when there is this tidal wave of Democrats that will be elected because people are rising up in favor of getting guns off the streets, in favor of immigrants, in favor of fighting climate change. Donald Trump is, in fact, the best matchmaker ever. He is bringing the country together. (laughs) You know, I was going to say that he completely changed courting. That's that's a fascinating thing. Uh, (laughs) All right, we are going to another break, and when we come back, we are going to have, uh, hold on. Tales from Dating Hell. Yes, so we are going to be pulling our guests here for some uh, stories and uh, past dates from hell from them. So we will be back in a couple minutes. And now back to Done Being Single with Married Couple and Dating Ass Kickers. Trevor and Robbie Scharf. All right, this is one of our favorite segments. Uh, Tales from Dating Hell. Yes. All right, we have a caller. Gary, are you there, Gary? I am, yeah. All right, Gary has a dating hell story. He's got a hell story. Gary, hit it. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm, I met this girl at the gym, which I... I I, I rarely date women from the gym, and, but she was extremely attractive, so I asked her out on a date, and we uh, were driving to uh, a friend's birthday party, and she, um, she looked very good, and uh, we were getting to know each other, and uh, somehow politics came up, and she informed me that Hillary Clinton was the head of the uh, most prolific pedophilia ring in the history of the of the world. And, um, wow. <laughs> oh my the, God. The, the romance came to a screeching halt. Yeah. Uh, where do you, where do you go from I, there? Did you bang her? What did I say? I tried, <laughs> I, I, so, I, tried to just, I tried to dispel her of the notion, but, uh, uh, it was impossible. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we proceeded through the evening and had a lovely time, but, you know, obviously, there's it was, very few places to go well, from good there. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, good for you for thinking with your big head. Well, thank yes, thank you, Gary, for that. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a tough one, and if that happens early on in the date, and you've got a few hours to spend with them, uh, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Pedophilia. I mean, come on. She, you can say a lot about Hillary, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've okay. heard some strange shit before, but that's uh, yeah, crazy. Well, uh, let's uh, keeping with the dating hell theme. Uh, John, do you have a a f- story for us? No, nothing that rises to that level, or or nothing, unfortunately, that or fortunately, I should say, uh, that has traumatized me for life. I mean, like everyone, I, I guess I've been on bad dates, but. I, you know, what, one thing that, that's not really a bad date story, but that's related to politics kind of on the side is I, I have an ex-girlfriend who I'm still friendly with and close to who uh, we did sometimes have fights. She accused me of being a, a Trump fan, which, which I, I never, never was. And so I actually took a picture of, of my ballot and to, to prove that I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't, obviously didn't vote for Hillary either. And um, 
So, so I, I don't know if she still believes me, but, but uh, I guess that's a little bit related. Okay. Well, at least you didn't take a picture of something else, which is where I thought you were going with this. Oh, my God. Yes, in the ballot box. I mean, you could have taken a picture. No, no, my, my write-in vote, I took a picture of my write-in vote for Vin Scully, who I'm still... Oh, that's right. You voted for Vin Scully. President. And, uh, you know, awesome. that was that. Love that thought. Taking a picture of your Trump ballot gives new meaning to the word dick pic, I guess, right? <laughs> okay, um, Sharon, what about you? Sharon, I think you have a dating from Hell's Story. Yeah, this is actually pre-Trump. Um, I went on a first date, and I was speaking with this guy, and so I don't even know what the issue was we were talking about, but all of a sudden he turns around and he goes, well, you people tend to vote that way and think that way. Now, he wasn't Jewish, and I was. I said, you people? Seriously? And he goes, no, no, my second wife is Jewish. I said, you know what? I got to go feed the dog. And I seriously <laughs> just walked down and left. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, uh Enough more <laughs> tales from dating hell. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, um, Tanya, you have anything for us there? I don't know if I have a whole story, but I just have a, a new answer because, you know, I do get people that voted for Trump still, you know, trying, why can't we, you know, go and walk on the beach and just see how that goes? And, you know, it's just evolved into like a whole metaphor of sorts. You know, we're on two very different beaches, okay? Yes. Democrats, we, yeah. we actually have Jesus and his footprints. You know, and we even have modern day Jesus and her name's Oprah. And I just try to keep it really simple because the beach he's walking on, you know, it's slippery from all the oil spills and Paul Ryan's like riding his Hummer out there. And it's just we're from two different planets. So walking on the beach is is really I'm so turned on right now. Tanya, I know so horny. I'm going to thank you for getting me in the mood. That's a million dollars on party supplies. You know, it's just night and day at this point. And And Bill Clinton was an angel, right? Come on. What? Bill Clinton was an angel, too, when he was president. And don't say don't bring people back from the past, because I'm talking about generalization about Democrats. Okay? Bill Clinton was a, a, a role model for the world, wasn't he? Um. Well, for... The possible uh, the current I, I Republican have a, Party. A renewed perspective. Uh, can, can you still hear me? I can't hear Sorry? you. Sorry. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else didn't? Uh, did Richard give us a story? Yeah. By the By the way, I have to say, John, we finally agree. I I would vote for Vin Scully. So there we go. <laughs> I would vote for Vin um, okay, Scully too. Vin Scully would make a great president. He might be. He's a, a, a voice we can trust. But I, I did write an article in the Huffington Post, the case for Oprah Winfrey for president. So I agree. She is kind of a modern-day Jesus. Um, so on the, on the dating thing, I don't really have any bad experiences. I find everybody fascinating. And, you know, if there's someone who is completely different than me, I go, wow, I want to I learn about that. How did that person end up so fucked up? But, <laughs> I mean, at the, at the very... At the very worst, and at the very yeah, best, how you know, that it's very you? best. I'd like to piggyback okay. on what, what Richard said about that, because I have a renewed perspective on that, too, even after my uh, uh, Hillary Clinton is the leading pedophile in the history of the world uh, dating experience, and I still talk to that woman, but I recently went to a discussion between, a conversation between Tony Kushner and Sarah Vowell about Abraham Lincoln, and, and as it ended, 
uh, Tony Kushner read from the second inaugural address of Lincoln. He said, with malice for none. And that's my renewed perspective on, on meeting anyone, with malice towards none. And because I feel uh, uh, organically some malice towards Trump people and Trump voters. But I'm trying okay. to approach everyone with no malice, because I think it's the only way out of this. Whether it's Gary, that or- is, uh, that's a wonderful uh, comment to leave on right now. And uh, thank you all for uh, being part of this lively discussion and uh, obviously, uh, not much is getting settled, but I, at least I we love, are able to I hear these opinions. I love the conversation, and I want to add my two cents we, in here. And we also have one tip of the week. Okay. Well, it's not really a tip. Well, okay, it's a, it is a tip. And I, I know that it, uh, the dating, the matchmaking service, It's Just Lunch, says that 41% of men and 40% of women think it's too risky to talk about politics on a first date, but I disagree. Uh, I, based on this conversation, I, I just feel that poli- you, you are your politics and you should bring it up absolutely on a first date, find out who that person is, get to know their values. Politics are values. Politics is character. Politics tells you what's in someone's soul. So don't be afraid to talk about it. Just don't, don't argue about it. Try not to punch someone in the face or, thro- or throw your drink in their face. But right. I think there's nothing wrong with it. And you guys have been fantastic. Thank you for coming on. You're, you're thank brave. you for the show. And uh, to everybody out there, thank you for listening, tuning in. And thank you. And we will uh, see you again next week with a new topic. Yeah, next week we're going to talk about flaws and uh, acceptance and forgiveness and really that no one's perfect. No one's perfect and what to, how much to accept when you're dating in someone. How many, how flaws, imperfections can you tolerate and should tolerate and that's for next week. So have a great week everybody and we look forward thank to Thank you so uh, much. You guys you are awesome. I don't know if you're done being single but thank you for coming on Done Being Single and we will See you guys next week. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening this week to Done Being Single. Join Trevor and Robbie Sharp every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. See you next week on Done Being Single.